0: Welcome to episode number 18 of the Digital Photography Life. I'm Scott Sherman.
1: And I'm Michael Stein.
0: And today it's a gadget lust show because Michael got his long-awaited new DSLR. We'll hear not just about the joy of opening and using his new camera, but about all the accessories that he felt he needed to buy to get the most out of it. And we'll talk about a couple of other Really sweet new digicams that are headed your way.
1: But first, the theme music.
0: So, Michael, I feel like this should sort of be like the um, Alcoholics Anonymous episode of the digital photography, uh, shoot, I said the wrong name again, the the digital (laughs) photography life. That's a flashback for people who remember um, digital photography life because um, we're going to talk about your addiction and and how you fill it.
1: My neophilia.
0: Yes, neophilia, the uh, craving for new things. And you got your new DSLR, a Nikon D300S, is that right?
1: Yeah, it's uh, a brand-new DSLR. I've been waiting three years to upgrade. I, I skipped over the D300, and uh, I thought I would try to wait it out. And so I got this one, which I was kind of hoping to be more of a D400 or something, you know, newer generation right. than a minor update. But I, I, it was three years. I, I felt like I was really ready to, to – I, I needed better image quality.
0: You can what, only hold on for so long. Yeah. It's rough. So, but first, before we get into – your your deep deep shame michael because i god knows i don't do crazy things like buy new dslrs when i have perfectly good ones at home ever yeah right <laughs> it's, not, it's not like i had the you know d20 d30 and d40 uh <laughs> let's welcome everybody back welcome back everybody
1: yes welcome
0: and thank our sponsor smugmug uh remind everybody to go check out scotsphotoblog.com where you can find a code for 50% off your first year of service with SmugMug, as well as a link to get a free camera strap from the good people at SmugMug. They are our favorite online service for sharing, as well as selling your photos. So check them out at SmugMug.com or click through on Scott's photo blog, where you'll want to go anyway for all the other links and more background on everything we talk about today. So, Michael, you're kind of driving the show today, right?
1: Well, sort of. I mean, yeah, we're going to drive together.
0: Yeah, but you're in the driver's seat. Uh, so what, what, Just do you want? To, should we talk about your new camera first, or do you? Yeah, want no. To get let's talk to, about
1: some of the new stuff that comes out. Okay, that's coming out. So, yeah, you know, me. Who cares?
0: Yeah, what the heck? Nobody wants to hear your confessions. <laughs> um, so, the, here are the cameras that you didn't buy. That's the good news. You can tell your wife. You know, okay, I bought a new camera, but there are 150 <laughs> new ones I didn't buy.
1: Yes, I didn't buy the new Canon 7D.
0: Okay, because that's the one I'm going to buy.
1: <laughs> that would probably, that's that should be the one that you if you're buying. Yeah, you you're, you have a 40D. I have a right 40D now. All
0: right. And so so
1: you skipped. So like me, you skipped a generation. You didn't get the 50D.
0: And I didn't get the 5D, which is the big brother. So Canon's yeah. okay. You're driving, but I'll, I'll take the first one. Canon is mm. coming out with their new enthusiast 7D camera, sort of the semi-pro model and it looks like it's going to be very very sweet. Now it's always funny as these companies sort of leapfrog their product lines because sometimes the new cameras come in at a lower price than the top of their line but have better features, right?
1: Usually, but this is this one's a little bit of a milestone I think for Canon.
0: So, I'm going to I'm going to talk about this one in comparison to the um 5D Mark II, which is currently um, about a twenty five, twenty six hundred dollar camera. Uh, the seven D is going to cost. And wait
1: before and before you do that, I'm going to be thinking of this in terms of comparing it to an Nikon D three hundred S because that is where I think it's like right on par uh-huh. in the well, in the competition I, category. Okay,
0: but I didn't want to do that because I don't think. Well.
1: <laughs> well, no, no. I just think it's worth it's worth noting because there is some so significance l- l- to that. So let's let's
0: talk about how it fits into Canon's. Lineup. Their new sure. semi pro model, $1,700 price mark. It's an 18 megapixel camera with their crop sensor. So that's a 1.6 mat- magnification factor, which means it's not a full size sensor. That is where the 5D, which is a more expensive camera, has the advantage. It is a full frame camera and it's 21 megapixels. Full frame means you have more pixels with which to capture your image. Generally results in a lot less noise, allows you to shoot in lower light. Uh, it's a very desirable thing to have, and also your lenses all operate on the same as you'd expect them to, um, yeah, the right rather than view. having to do a multiplication factor of 1.6 on them. So that's sort of it for the 5D's advantages, though. Uh, let's dive into it. The, uh, continuous shooting. A lot of people who want to use a camera for sports um, to capture things quickly. The 7D shoots 15 raw images per second. I'm sorry, the, 50, the uh, 7D shoots eight frames per second um, versus the more expensive cameras, 3.9 frames f- per second. So almost shoots twice as fast. I mean, this is great for brother. sports shooting. The viewfinder has a 100% coverage versus a 98% coverage for the 5D, again, preferable. The f- autofocus now. Autofocus um, is uh, uh, always. Uh, it's always better to have more focus points than fewer. You're more accurate. The 7D will have 19 point autofocus, and they are all cross-type autofocus, which means they can. Um, they they will find the contrast in a subject either vertically or horizontally. The. Um, Autofocus on the 5D. The big brother is only nine points of autofocus, less than half of the autofocus points, and only the center one is a cross type. Which means you have to frame your image in this. You know you have you know you have to focus with whatever you want to focus on in the middle of the lens, and then move if you want to take advantage of your cross type focus, which is typical if you have something that the camera's having trouble locking into. Uh, yeah. Metering is 63 areas it looks at to determine the correct exposure for your pictures versus 35 and the 5D. Um, I won't go through them all, but that just gives you basically an idea of where I'm trying to go with this. This is a very, very nice, full-featured camera with a lot of desirable things, including, for the first time, on a Canon DSLR, built-in wireless uh, transmission for flash, which means you don't have to right. have your flash attached to your camera, which is super. Nikons have had that for years. Yeah,
1: So that's that's a a big deal, and it also has it also has um, dual axis horizon indicators instead of just left and right like the Nikon's. It has forward and back as well, forward and back pitch, and also has a 1080p video, which is really nice.
0: Right, and that's what I was getting to. It takes it to a whole nother league. Full HD video, 1080p, not 720p, which is really half HD, Um, and supposedly uh, just you know, it's terrific quality video from what I'm hearing about it early. So very, very sweet spot for DSLR these days for the enthusiast. $1,700 is a lot in this economy to ask, but no one is going to feel cheated with this camera if it performs as well as it might, should. The only problem is, (laughs) you know, going to be how it handles noise with that small sensor. Um, Canon does say they have new technology that... Vastly improves the ability of the pixels to uh, maintain their integrity and not be degraded by noise.
1: I mean, on paper, it looks terrific.
0: Now, what is the 300S? Is that also a crop factor sensor? That
1: is, yeah. So um, basically, you know, the Canon 7D and the Nikon D300S are sort of like the flagship of the small sensor digital SLRs. Or which, what I, I guess you'd call them the APS-C sensors. Or in Nikon world, it's a DX sensor, mm-hmm. and so that's one with the crop factors. From Nikon, it's 1.5, and Canon's 1.6 uh, multiplication factor. Is that what it is? Yes. Anyway, um, so on paper they look. I mean, essentially they look very similar. I would say that Canon has, seems to have upped everything just a little bit. Um, you know, it has eight frames per second. I mean, over seven frames on the uh, on the Nikon, although the Nikon can get eight if you add the battery if you add the grip. So with a bigger battery, it gets the same. But all in all, as a big generality, they're very close in in specs. And on paper, I would say that the Canon looks like a better camera. There are some things that the Nikon does nicely. Um, but, you know, I think it's just significant that all along, the Canon-Nikon lines don't usually line up very well. Mm-hmm. And here, I think they actually line up pretty well. They're pretty similar. I mean, they're, I think ultimately, you know, they're, they're very close in specs.
0: All right. And, Would you like to hear what hmm? Gizmodo says about that? Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. This is... Don't don't blame the messenger, right?
1: No, no, no. I mean, I could see that someone might say, oh, they're better... One's better spec'd.
0: Okay. While in, in their summary of the 7D, they say, while we can't give any final judgments on this, in some ways, odd camera. And I think what they mean by odd camera is that it has such an abundance of features on a crop sensor camera. Um, So until they can make a final judgment on it, one thing seems certain, the value proposition for Nikon's $1,800 D300S, which might have already seemed dicey, given that it's the guts of a two-year-old camera with a dash of limited 720p video, just got a lot less enticing simply on account of the 7D's fairly wide video powers. That's before you even take anything else into consideration, like more pixels for more crop potential. If the pixels are good ones, that is.
1: That's a big if. They say,
0: obviously, we'll be head-to-heading these two as soon as we can. So watch Gizmodo for the uh, big prize fight between the two cameras. But um, the specs are great, you know.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I certainly hope it performs up to the way it should.
0: Now, I so. see the wireless controller will allow you to geotag your pictures on the seventy on the seven D via Bluetooth.
1: So you put something in your pocket. Oh, that's if
0: you have an extra seven hundred dollar attachment.
1: Seven hundred dollars? Wow. Yes.
0: Which let's not worry about that, right?
1: Yeah, there's a cheap application on the uh, on the iPhone. That you can just say start geotagging and it will geotag and then you can then later it's very easy much actually much easier if you have a Mac, but then later on you can then just combine the the logged information with your with your um, camera you know with the photos that you've taken it will just combine that information and then it'll, it'll insert it into your photo exif information mm-hmm. but uh, anyway it's a cheap way of doing it for like five bucks
0: all right well that's better yeah. than seven hundred. So, buyer's remorse, Michael? No, no,
1: no, not at all.
0: Because you know what? If you're going to have buyer's remorse, you'd never buy a camera.
1: I can't. I can't live that way. And, and you know, the thing is, I'm invested in in Nikon. You know, what I mean, I can't be swapping. I mean, there are t- times where I think, God, oh, it'd be nice to just get one of each. You know. <laughs> well. But I can't get caught up. I just can't get caught up in the whole. Uh, you know, today it's this camera. Tomorrow it's this other one. You know, I mean. I have to buy the camera that's around today when you, I'm ready. You can't,
0: co- you can't covet the 70. The only thing you can do is question should you have waited for the D400? Right. And that could be, I mean, that probably is at least another year away, right?
1: Right. It's not, right. For me, it's not really an option as much as I go, that's nice. It looks great. And I hope it's all it should be. Right. You know? So a lot of people I read in forums get really upset <laughs> now, when they read these things and like, well, whatever. They're, they're both going to be, if they're both terrific cameras, what's wrong? And then if you look I, at
0: this right up, you know, which says that the 7D, the Canon, um, really excels in the area of video. Well, that's not an area that you're interested in. Usually, no, right? I mean,
1: I have I played around with video just recently and uh, taking some like low light video with my 35 millimeter F2 lens shooting wide open. And it looked pretty nice. Sweet. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, wow, this is good.
0: All right. So that's the 7D. That is the new camera coming out, I believe, at the end of September. 2009. Yeah, and um, there's a lot more. I'll, I'll link to some early reviews of it, but it does look like a beauty. And Canon, I think, has always been a step behind Nikon in almost I, every camera they release.
1: I don't see that quite that way. I, I just see, see it the... that
0: way. <laughs> Why? Because when I look at you know when you know I think the D3 was a better camera than the um, 5D Mark II. Um, I, I could go through them all. I mean, I think Nikon tends to have uh, more features more quickly.
1: I think they, they make different kinds of choices in the features they put in their cameras.
0: Well, the, the, the Nikon features tend to be more desirable to me. But I think this is the first time in a long time that I have seen Canon at a specific price point leapfrogging yeah, I in mean... this way and... That, to me, is great because it makes everybody step up their game. Exactly. So I give them kudos. It's the first Canon I've been... I mean, the, You know, the reason I didn't buy a 5D Mark II or a 50D is because they didn't excite me. But this camera's kind of got me panting a little bit. I don't like those small sensors, though. So I'm going to have to see what people say about the noise because that is, to me, the killer is if I can't well, I, shoot a I'm,
1: I'm expecting that the 50D... I mean, I don't know any numbers, but I don't. I have a feeling that the 50D was not quite as successful as they wanted it to be, because of the sensor was not as good as people wanted it to be.
0: I uh, would, and I think I a lot of people
1: just didn't care, and I it was still care. a fine camera. Yeah, and, I, I, but I, I, the, it
0: certainly did not light a fire in the fan community. But
1: um, and the question is, if this sensor really is really great, then that's going to be a big deal, you know? Right. And even if it's not quite. Is noise-free as the 12-megapixel Nikon. A lot of people are still going to go, well, it's 18 megapixel. I'll take the extra megapixels over a little and take a little noise and right. get those. You know, so it's a trade-off, and I'm sure it's a calculated trade-off.
0: Well, I'll be very anxious to see how the head-to-head tests come out between the two cameras. It's a little bit... It's a tough time to be thinking about spending $1,800 on a camera, but it's better and more reasonable than buying the upcoming Leica M9, Right. Because <laughs> I think that this costs a, a little bit more than $1,700. Yeah,
1: these next two cameras, <laughs> Leica announced two new cameras, and I don't see, I don't know. I think that if you are a person who owns a bunch of Leica glass, this might be a very sensible camera to get.
0: And Leicas traditionally have been very expensive, luxury cameras, right?
1: Yeah. Well, they and, they're,
0: they're not getting away from that. What are they coming out with?
1: Well, they have these range, you know, they have these rangefinder cameras, which are work on a very different concept of um, than regular DSLR, regular SLR cameras, and but they're very compact cameras, and so this is an 18 megapixel camera that uh, full frame sensor designed by Kodak in a very small small package. It's not quite tiny teeny tiny, but it's pretty small. Um, so it's going to be a $7,000 camera with a full range, uh, full range, uh, full, full frame sensor that has no anti-aliasing filter, which means there's a little piece of glass that they always put on top of, um, on top of the sensor, which reduces what's called aliasing. So it, so without this, you get extra sharp photos. But on the other hand, it more gets introduced. So if you have some lines that are close together, you get this strange looking pattern on your, your photos. But that supposedly is easily removed digitally. I've never actually been able to remove it digitally successfully, but that's what I hear. So they're making, they want everything to be extra sharp. So this is one of those cameras that supposedly, it's very cool and fun to use, but it's you know $7,000. So if you have that glass, I imagine this camera might be for you. Uh, the other camera is the Leica X1, which is a very, even a smaller camera, which has a fixed 24-millimeter uh, wide-angle lens. It's a 2.8 lens, so it lets in a lot of light. I'm sure it's a fantastic glass because it's Leica.
0: But, it, this isn't, but just be clear, this is a sort of consumer-size, point-and-shoot-size camera with a fixed lens. It does not zoom in and out.
1: It does not zoom. Which you is, have to use you your feet n- you to zoom. It's your manual feet zoom. Right. And it's wide, and It's pretty wide angle. So, I mean, they have, they picked 24 millimeter as their lens. But again, this is a super tiny camera and it has an APS-C sensor. It has one of those smaller. It has a DSLR size sensor in a very, very compact camera. So that's very desirable. That means you're going to have very good qual- image quality in a very small size, which is what people want. Um, that's why you have all these micro four thirds cameras coming out because people want really good image quality at a very small size. Um, so this camera costs two thousand dollars, and so that's coming out in early two thousand ten. I sh- I just don't know who's going to buy a two thousand dollar twenty four millimeter digital camera. That's
0: it's, I don't know how do they make these
1: <laughs> by hand. No, carve I mean, somebody how, carves them out of they metal. Thinking? <laughs> I, you know, it's a very specialized set of you know enthusiasts who are going to use this.
0: And it doesn't camera. have an optical viewfinder, right? You have to like clip one on.
1: Yeah, it has. It has an optional optical that go I believe it goes onto the um, it clips onto the top, the hot which shoe. is like when the hot shoe, which is like the new thing, which um, the Micro Four Thirds cameras are doing. I I don't know.
0: I don't know, but it makes us seem very reasonable because we're not going to spend. We're not going our 9, yeah, I mean, dollars on a camera,
1: right? So, so it makes me feel okay spending my eighteen hundred dollars on my Nikon, which has you know all those features that it has.
0: All right. Well, if you don't feel like spending any more money, but you do want to get some more value out of what you already own, the good news is that um, some more camera RAW formats are now being um, read by the by the main image editing programs. Is that right?
1: Yeah, I mean, well, I got my Nikon D300S, and the first thing I did is I took some photos, and I tried to import them in Lightroom, and guess what? It wouldn't do it. Don't you hate that? <laughs> it's like, oh, it doesn't know my raw format. So I'm like, okay, I just have to wait. And every day, <laughs> I, I've been checking. And then today happened to be the day <laughs> where they said, hey, update 2.5 for Lightroom 2. And so I'm going to be up when I get home. I'll update Lightroom 2. And also, Adobe Camera Raw for Photoshop um, 5.5 was updated. They had a release candidate, which was not a general release that was out. And I downloaded that, so I was able to actually use Photoshop. But but anyway, so now they've got the actual update just came out today as well.
0: This is uh, why I wish all the companies would move to a standard format. Adobe put one out there, the DNG format, that... Some manufacturers, I believe Panasonic is one of them,
1: and Leica as well. And which Panasonic and Leica are related. So in you their never have to endeavors. worry
0: about waiting for, you know, the major image editing apps to, you know, incorporate your specific RAW. Well, yeah. Type, and you don't have to worry about not having support for it in ten years.
1: Yeah, I'm not. Too, I'm not too worried about that, but you're right. But this does highlight the fact that it's all proprietary and takes time for this information to get out there. I mean, the people who have Aperture are still waiting to see this, you know, to see their I don't like it. To see their raw images.
0: I don't like it. But you know what I like? I like to take a break at this point of the show.
1: Okay, let's do that.
0: Let's catch our breath and we'll come back and talk about (sighs) your latest object of affection. All right, so we're taping this, what, on a Tuesday, when did you get the 300S? I got it
1: about a week ago.
0: About a week ago?
1: Maybe a little bit more.
0: And what, where did you buy it from?
1: I bought it from Amazon.com.
0: How long did it take to ship?
1: It shipped, I got, I, well, I paid the extra $4 Ooh. to get it overnight. Sweet. Which was, of course, shipped on a Friday. And I got it on a Monday, so overnight really wasn't that overnight.
0: Well, you can pay more on some items for Saturday delivery. So they oh, I didn't option.
1: realize. I didn't realize that.
0: Yeah, well, it, it, it won't show up if it's not an option for that item. I guess it depends on where. It may. The it may not have been. An,
1: it may not have been an option. Right,
0: because that then it's another three bucks for that. What the heck? All but right, so you got the. I, camera. I was. I was like,
1: I, I didn't care that much, but. Um, but anyway, so I got the camera and I've been shooting with it. I have, you know, I've not any. Thing to show off yet. <laughs> um, I've just been really goofing around with it, and uh, I've been taking, as I said, I took some. I've been taking some video, and I've been playing with the real-time autofocus, which I find is slow and it's noisy. When so, as you're focusing, it goes bop, 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 You actually hear it on huh. the audio, and so that's not good. Yeah. And and of course, I've been. I've probably been using. The, the noisy lenses, but I think it does it with the even with the quiet lenses, mm-hmm. and it also hunts a lot. So mm-hmm. I, hit, I press the focus button, and it just starts hunting for the focus and and making lots of noise. So everything is out of focus and hunting and noisy, and that doesn't work so well. So I, what I've been doing is I've been working on actually getting better at focusing by hand, right, and just getting a good feel for that so I can do it quickly. And I, it's actually it's I've been uh, getting better at it. So I think if you play with it, you can learn to focus pretty quickly. Um, just How does knowing. the
0: build quality feel in your hand?
1: Oh, well, yeah, it feels like an icon, you know, solid build. Um, it's, it's very solid. It's actually kind of heavy, <laughs> um, but it feels great. And it feels just like I'm using my D 200 in a way. Mm-hmm. So, and the image quality is a lot better than the D 200. It's uh you know, it's very much like I had used a Nikon D90 before, and it's very much like that. And it's actually just like pretty much D300.
0: What What about the um, not shooting video, but shooting regular stills? Is it improved focus time? You know, I,
1: I haven't done any measuring. But, I, just, I, mean, the I feel, Do you feel like it's good? And the thing cooler? is, I it's hard for me to compare because I don't have a D300 so much, mm-hmm. to, so to do that kind of comparison. Well, I mean, compared but, uh, to what you had. But uh, compared to my D... 200 it's much better okay it's just that i mean the 51 point autofocus system is a lot better than the 11 point of the d200 so it's it's a considerably better autofocus system okay and it covers more of the area Yeah, you know, more of the, the and real what estate about on shooting hmm? speed and of course i love the seven frames per second mm-hmm. and that brings me to the next thing is i one of the I, I bought a whole bunch of accessories because i'm shooting a wedding in a couple of weeks
0: Pardon? Are you getting paid?
1: And this is a paid gig, yeah.
0: Is it? Are you getting paid enough to pay for all the accessories you bought? No, no, <laughs> I'm not.
1: No, I'm not. Okay. I'm not charging that much. I'm charging. I mean, it's a young couple, and uh, they don't have a lot of money. And I just tried to come up with a figure that would, you know, cover some costs. Okay. But um. And so anyway, so I'm so no, I, I'm spending lots of money.
0: All right. So what what <laughs> else is essential for your new D three hundred S and shooting weddings? Well, at one point when I
1: when I used the D, the Nikon D3, I, what I loved was the grip that was built into it. So this time I bought the grip for the, the D300S, which is called the MBD10. And what's nice about this is that obviously it has a grip on the bottom, so that if you turn the camera on its side, you can hold on to it from what was the bottom and have your um, another shutter release button and another focus button. And so you get all your control and your and your dials as well, your controls. And so you can uh, frame vertically. So that helps a lot there. How, um, how does it'll... the
0: battery grip fit? I mean, I've had good experiences it, it fit... with, but some people don't like putting on that, uh, you know, additional bottom because they claim it doesn't ever fit right. You got it, it, it fits there, pretty so well.
1: It fits pretty well. It doesn't feel as nice as like the Nikon D three body right. where it's integrated. Right. Um, it's a little wider, but um, the focus button is in a pretty good spot. And the um, moving the focus um, a little when you when a little you move dial the focus for adjusting the focus point. Yeah, when you move the focus point around, it's a, it's a, it's a little joystick type mm-hmm. thing. And when okay. you use that around, when you use that, it works pretty well. Okay. For me, um, it has a different feel than the other one that's on the camera itself and that that kind of bothers me that they're two different styles i like consistency mm-hmm. so so it's really two different types of interfaces and i don't like that is it part made of it
0: for that one model or does it fit it's other made it's or? made
1: actually it works on the d700 okay. it works on the d300 so it works on a, a few models
0: yeah that's weird that it would have a joystick and then there'd be another controller on the body
1: yeah just but just what i think because it conserves space
0: mm-hmm. and maybe it's is it compatible with any of the other cameras yeah, well I mean is the, it the same is the, did any the other cameras have that joystick or
1: No they don't have no they all have and all the Nikons have that same okay. dual type of interface there. Yeah. That's weird. But um what other nice parts about it is that um it actually uses multiple camera multiple battery sources. So you can buy a second ENEL three A battery. So that's the kind that's like in the camera itself. So you can put a second battery in the grip, or you can put in eight AA batteries. Which is so it comes with a holder for that as well. So you can um, just use any old AA batteries or rechargeable AA batteries as you want. And when you use the eight AA batteries, or the other battery option is um, something called an ENEL4A battery, which is a big battery that the Nikon D3 uses. And when you buy that, you also have to buy a little separate battery door cover, which is mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of people buy the battery, but then they don't buy the. the the door cover. I'm sure that's they'll day
0: have, when they get their package at home and they can't close their... And they
1: can't... Exactly. They can't put it in. So they don't tell you that. It's not very clear that, that you need that. I don't know and why they should just sell it together. And then um, the other part is that you need a, um, a battery charger. <laughs> and so the battery charger costs over $100. Oh,
0: right. Because you can't charge it with the battery charger that came with your camera. Yeah. Yeah. Did it's a totally different
1: kind of battery. So I bought the charger, oh, bought the battery and the battery's like 100 bucks. Sheesh. So yeah, and this little door cover probably like thirty bucks or something. It's stupid. Sheesh. But I wanted the grip. I really, I you wanted. You have
0: bought the grip, but just got another regular battery.
1: I, yeah, I could have also just gotten a regular battery, but I like, I want to be able to work an event and not have to like worry about, worry about this stuff.
0: All right. And so everything came and fits together well.
1: It's beautiful. Okay. No, it, but the only thing is, it's really, really heavy. Really, yeah, hmm. it's and after using the D90 for a while, I've kind of feel kind of spoiled. Mm-hmm. I really liked how compact and light that camera was. Mm-hmm. So,
0: did you weigh it? You should weigh it for next episode. <laughs> yeah, I'll weigh it we with a everything. Postal scale. Weigh the D90 and then weigh the totally tricked out D300S. What do you think? It's another two or three, another two pounds, maybe.
1: It's, it's, it's. I don't know how much it is. It's really heavy.
0: <laughs> Seems like twenty. <laughs>
1: No, no, it's like it's it's definitely over 3 pounds, I would right. think. I anyway, I, I don't even want to think about it. But <laughs> I've been I've been I've been keeping it on there because I want to just get used to it.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: And uh for okay. the wedding, I yeah. just want to like get the feel of it. I've been bringing the camera around with me. And you asked me how it felt. One of the other things I bought myself was the um I'm trying to remember the manufacturer. It's called the R strap. Mhm. Um is it rap black Rapid?
0: I don't know. It's I believe from- Black Rapid Uh R-strap,
1: and it's the one that goes, it's like a sling strap, so it goes over your left shoulder, in case I'm a lefty, I mean a righty, so it goes over my left shoulder, and it goes sort of like bandolier style across your chest, Uh and then, so you just drop the uh, camera down to your hip, and then when you're not using it, and when you're just using it, you pick it up, and it slides up the strap to your face, so... So, it, it, um,
0: it is Black Rabbit. I'll, I'll put a link to it in the notes.
1: And so uh, the thing about, and I re- I really like the, the design of the strap, but what I don't like is that it, goes, it mounts into, it screws into your tripod mount. And so when I'm holding it vertically with the grip, I kind of feel that my hand is competing with that little uh, part that screws into the bottom of the camera. Oh. And it kind of bothers my hand a little bit. Mm-mm. So it feels really great without that. <laughs> So I'm really trying to figure out what to do because I love the design of the strap itself and love how it works. Well, it takes the but weight I wish off attached differently. your neck,
0: right?
1: Yeah, it takes the weight off your neck and it lets you just sort of lower your camera down to your side instead of having it like weighing down on your chest, mm-hmm. which is really not a comfortable place for your camera to be.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's I'm dealing with all that.
0: What are you, you going to do for lenses? Are you going to carry them in the belt or are you going to use your sling bag or what? Well, I'm thinking...
1: I'm undecided. I really need to try it all on. And I got two of those straps, actually. So I can put uh, my D200 okay. on my my left side. And so I can just sort of pick up whichever camera I want. I thought it would have like one lens in, you know, I would have maybe my 17-55 to on the D300S and maybe an ultra-wide on the D200, like a 12-24. to
0: mm-hmm.
1: And then I thought I would also need to have handy my 70-200. So hopefully with all those three, I'm all are, set. Are
0: you gonna have an assistant?
1: And I am gonna have an assistant.
0: Who will your assistant be?
1: Well, one assistant will be my wife.
0: Okay. Does she um, know that or does she think she's going to the wedding as a no,
1: guest? No, she we are she we are well, we are going as wedding well, she is going to the wedding as a guest more than myself because I have to really work it. But she will be assisting me in whichever way I need it. And also our listener, Landia, will be coming. From oh, New Hampshire. I didn't
0: realize the lovely lot was coming okay.
1: Yeah, she volunteered to do it. And uh, so, you know, we're going to be in like Stowe, Vermont, right in foliage season. It's going to be beautiful. And
0: uh, we'll ho- I'm just hoping it works out well. <laughs> I'm sure See, the bride and groom are too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, they'd give them the money back or something. I don't know how that works.
0: Yeah, but you can never you can never replace the memories.
1: I know. That's why it, it's but, a But must- don't be nervous. It's a must-do thing. Yes. I think I'm just gonna get in the moment and and we'll we'll work it.
0: It'll be great. You're a very good photographer, and if not, Landy will pick up your slack. All right. So <laughs> yeah, you got got the. So
1: so let's talk about yeah the next the next bunch of junk I got were just more accessories to go. Well, you know Um, I got yeah, so, battery so holder. Far, I wanted so- I needed more more double uh, A batteries.
0: Yeah. So so far I have you spending over twenty two thousand dollars on this camera. That's <laughs> just a little bit more okay
1: so i bought um the newer generation of rechargeable batteries which i hadn't had before wait, 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 my... wait,
0: wait, wait. why did you get more batteries you you mean for the flash
1: for for my flash for both my flash and for my camera
0: Well, the camera you just bought that
1: well i've got all yeah duty but one. it's redundancy i want yeah yeah i don't want to run i don't want to run out of battery power under any circumstance i want to have redundancy Okay, well, um, so you
0: are you're re- you have one battery in the camera, right? Then you bought, the ca- for the grip, the heavy-duty battery right. that, that, that needed its and, special...
1: And that should last me the day. But if it doesn't, I want to have some nice batteries going right in the camera, which will be the AA batteries.
0: So now, it, traditionally, AA batteries lasted for about four shots in a DSLR. You're saying there's new <laughs> AA batteries that are actually usable?
1: Yeah. These are uh, the... The new type of battery, it's not that new, but it's gotten... I mean, you see them at Costco now, so it's it's in the mainstream. Uh, They're called low self-discharge NIM batteries, or NIM is nickel metal hydride. And these, by low self-discharge, it means that um, when they're just sitting by themselves, they discharge slowly (laughs) versus regular NIM batteries, which after about a week, you've lost quite a bit of power. After two weeks, you've lost a lot of power. And these will retain seventy to eighty-five percent of their capacity after one year. So when you charge these up, they can sit around for a while, and they'll still have a lot of power.
0: Well, but how long do they last when you're using them?
1: How long do they last when you're using them? Yeah,
0: like when well, wait, how long do you think these you can run your? How many shots can you take with your DSLR? I don't know. I don't know the exact number. Well, you need to test that because <laughs> I bet it's going to be ten.
1: <laughs> no, I think it's going to be fine. What do you think? Um,
0: Seriously, what do you think? you think you can think you get 50 shots I'm expecting
1: I'll probably get like 700 shots or something like that or maybe more
0: 700 shots off the double A's? Yeah How many? There are 8 of them. Okay, go go ahead. Take them out for a day.
1: I I think it'll easily. <laughs> now, there it's true though that these these batteries have actually a less capacity um than the standard uh nim batteries that are out there now. So I think they they're measured in milliamps. Okay. And they're, they're rated in milliamps and these are I think 2100, 2,000 or twenty one hundred. So they, they and
0: they run out faster, but they hold the charger.
1: Yeah, but my, my old batteries, my old ones were like eighteen hundred that I had. So they're better than what I used to have and they don't drain in two weeks. Um the new ones are something like twenty five, twenty six, twenty seven hundred. Really? So it's so in terms yeah, so they've got more capacity and so they will work longer. Okay. But i'm i'd i prefer the trade-off of having more shelf life so the other thing that i if i bought new batteries i figured out I to have a new battery charger because oh, you know okay. i just can't so i bought a super duper battery charger and it's called the maha mhc 808 oh, m cool name right
0: fun show notes to got a <laughs> link to all this it holds
1: eight cells and it says it's a professional battery charger because, you know, I'm a pro.
0: Yes. Well, you're a pro charging. That's right.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I want to be the best battery charger yes. in the world. So it holds, it charges um, up to eight cells independently. And they're AA's, AAA's, C or D batteries. And it has an LCD display, a very nice one that has actually words on it and pictures. And it tells you the status for each cell, what it's doing. There's a quick charge, which is the default, and you stick it in, it will just do an hour charge. There's a soft charge, which is what I typically do. It takes about two hours. Actually, often it's less than that. And then there's a condition mode, which is very nice, which is one of the reasons I bought it, because it, um, in eight hours it will charge it, charge your battery independently. Actually, it charges all eight of them, until, and then they all sit there and wait until they're all charged. And then it discharges all the batteries at once, and so it drains them. And then it drains it all the way, and then it recharges them. And that apparently helps restore the older batteries that you have, and will help also if you do it every so often. It will help maintain uh, your your batteries that you have.
0: For, for almost a hundred bucks, it' better.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I'm like, I, you know, you have a whole bunch of batteries, and you're going to use them, uh, and they sit around for. Sometimes my batteries sit around for a while. I like to be able to, con- you know, condition them and take care of them and get the most out of them well
0: it's nice to be able to see how much power the battery has
1: yeah you can see how much battery it has as, as it's as it's you know charging or as it's draining it
0: or you know if you're going to go out with them you could check it and see hey is this thing fully charged
1: Yeah, that's probably
0: very environmentally correct it's very green michael
1: it's just you know i want i want the right stuff <laughs> so i haven't spent money in a long time so i just went on a binge
0: all right. So, there's about nothing one more else, thing. nothing else you possibly could have bought. You got the camera, got the high-end strap, high-end batteries, battery grip, the super duper battery charger with new recyclable batteries. I assume we're done. No, there's one more thing. Yeah, yeah, wait, 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 Was that a Steve <laughs> Jobs quote? I don't think you could say that without. Is thinking. that what it is? Is that what he says is one more thing? One more thing. Well, one wait. more thing. The, the 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 it also plays MP3s.
1: And <laughs> yes. No. I bought a battery pack for the for my flash, which is a Nikon SB900.
0: Is that the highest end flash? That's
1: a, that's Nikon's highest end flash. So
0: you, you couldn't buy a new flash <laughs> because there's nothing better. So all you could. Well, oh no! Well, I bought, Well, I did
1: buy that flash <laughs> probably earlier this year,
0: uh, anticipating the same wedding. Well, I.
1: Yes. All right. Well, fine. sort of. So you bought,
0: now you bought a, a battery pack, what attaches by cable to boost your battery life for the flash.
1: Yes, so the battery pack holds four or eight batteries. It um, in, one of the nice features is it um, it improves the flash recycle time to 0.8 seconds. That's so, nice. So when you shoot a flash less than a second, you're ready to shoot another.
0: Yeah, and you can yeah. only get that kind of speed and power with an external pack. Yeah, there's not a there's not a mountable flash that can do that.
1: Now, well, the, yeah, the SB900 can do, it's a little over a second. It does do pretty well on its own. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but you're not going to get under a second with most general flashes. And so it's very nice. It lights up when it's charging and the light goes out when it's done charging. And it um, has a little power cable that plugs from the camera flash to the, the little box. The box can sit in a, um, a nylon case, which attaches to your belt. And uh, hopefully, I'm going to need to practice with it, that it won't get in the way.
0: Or you could... Can you screw the battery pack onto the bottom of the camera with the tripod mount?
1: That's right. You can also... Which is kind of wacky to me.
0: Well, especially with the grip.
1: (laughs) But I imagine that... Yeah. Imagine if you didn't have the grip on it, that maybe that that would be your new grip. Right. (laughs) I don't know. It's kind of weird, but... I should try sometime, but uh, that, does, that way does not appeal to me. But, yeah, you can do that. So that pretty much uh, wraps up my stuff.
0: Well, that is a very... <laughs> Enough for a week. Was <laughs> there anything you can remember that you considered buying that you didn't? Yes. Okay. What did you reject? <laughs>
1: the one thing I didn't buy, well, it's not that I rejected it. I just, I just sort of felt really guilty because I spent a lot of money
0: So a short where, where, of time. where did you draw the line?
1: What I really want which I didn't buy, is from Really Right Stuff, because I'm sort of invested in the Really Right Stuff.
0: The, the ball heads.
1: Um, I have their ball head, I have one ball head, and I have some L plates. Right. I have an L plate for my D200. And actually, for this camera, I do have a just a flat plate that will screw on the bottom. But what I want was is an L plate that will screw, that will affix itself to the camera, actually both when it, when I have the, probably mostly when I have the grip on. So I can just take the camera that has the grip on it and and uh, plunk it right down onto the tripod.
0: Why, why did you draw the line? Well,
1: it's like another 200 bucks. I
0: mean, what is it? It's a piece of steel?
1: It's a beautifully crafted piece <laughs> of uh, aluminum <laughs> or something.
0: <laughs> well, I didn't realize <laughs> that's
1: that. It's painted black.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, I hope all of our listeners will join me for the telethon I'll be hosting The weekend of September 20th to raise money to buy a poor Vermonter his (laughs) l bracket from Really Right (laughs) Stuff. Because this is a sad story, Michael, that you don't have that beautifully sculpted piece of aluminum. I'll live. You'll survive.
1: Although I still have a week or two before the wedding, so... (laughs) Don't I might do break it. down do at it. the last minute.
0: If, if there are any doctors out there, please call Michael at five five five. Yeah, it's hard to stop, but you stopped. That was one thing. You didn't get anything else. Did you consider any new lenses or?
1: Well, I, I really want to get a fisheye lens.
0: <laughs> okay, but that's. But hard. I'm not
1: gonna. I'm not gonna do it.
0: You could rent one.
1: And the other thing I really that I didn't buy that I really want to buy is the the Beatles box set, the remastered box oh, set. I want the Beatles set.
0: box set too.
1: It's like uh, nothing to do with photography, except it's got they've got some cool album covers. I'm to I'm
0: dying with. for the Beatles box set. Would you buy the stereo or the limited edition the, mono? Which no, the stereo. Sonically superior.
1: I don't want. Uh, I, I'll take the stereo.
0: Do you know? I, I'm dying for that too. I just can't justify spending 180 dollars for it. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's so, a really nice package.
1: That's like I mean yeah. So I I I didn't buy that, and normally I would. I, I can't imagine that I had that. I haven't bought that yet because I'm a big Beatles fan.
0: I have to believe that if you bought that limited edition mono set and put it on a shelf and didn't open it, it'd be a good investment.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I do.
0: Anything that's a limited edition is a good investment. You know, I mean, well, especially for the, the music people. isn't
1: going anywhere. This is the way, you know. What's strange is though, about this music is that, you know, from years to come, 100 years later, people are probably going to be listening to this remastered version which is not really what it was like when it was first released. Right. So I'm wondering, you know, how much it's the old CDs that are going to be the old recordings, the old versions that are going to be the collectibles.
0: A lot of people are buying LPs now. They're making a resurgence. I still have mine. I I just bought a uh, iTunes LP. That's their new format. iTunes what? LP. You buy a full album, and it comes with additional art, liner notes, photos, videos from the band. Oh, nice. I bought Muse. Um, yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's a one-time thing. I did it to see what it was like, and, and I don't think it added the value.
1: Is it is it paper stuff, or is it like just digital? No, it's all digital. Ah.
0: So you, you can open up your songs or your album in iTunes like you always do, or you can open it through the LP interface, in which case you get a custom screen with... Almost like a DVD menu, you can see lyrics, photos, okay. special bundled videos, that kind of thing.
1: And 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 on your iPhone, you can see these tiny liner
0: I, notes. I, no, just the songs will transfer. Okay. The, the uh, additional content are, are only viewable on a computer at this point. But you know, you know what it'd be nice. It'd be nice if you really listen to music on um, like an Apple TV setup or one that was ported through your through a big screen. But it, it's yeah. not that great.
1: Well, I had that Love, that Beatles Love DVD and listened to it on my stereo, on my one surround. It sounds really nice.
0: Yeah. All right. We got, it. we got to pull this anyway, back. Anyway, nothing to do with photography. <laughs> we got to pull it back, Michael. <laughs> this is what happens when we don't talk enough during the week. Yeah. Okay. So you you did not, let's just put it back in context. You did not buy the L bracket and you didn't buy the Beatles box set. That's right. So that shows what a strong person you are.
1: That's right. I have some self control,
0: but by next week, only one of those things may be true.
1: <laughs> That's right.
0: <laughs> and after that, we're going to stop paying attention. Overall, you're happy with the camera. A quick question: You say there's a noticeable improvement in the image quality in any particular area? Could you say is it? Well, I'm,
1: I, what I'm saying is compared to my D two hundred.
0: But but you know what's better about the image quality?
1: Oh, the image quality meaning that I can shoot at much higher ISO
0: so less noise.
1: I mean I've been shooting at 1600 or even 3200 and it's pretty nice and and it's much lower noise than, you know, than the D200 at 800 ISO. So I consider that a big difference. Uh so I mean it just looks nice. What can I say? Mm-hmm. You know, I love being able to shoot low light.
0: It's I do too.
1: It's a, a an important feature. I and do it, you too. know, it's great even when you use a flash, you know, you can still let more ambient light in. Mhm. And so it's, it's nice.
0: All right. Well, congratulations on all of your purchases. Thanks. On today's episode of Intervention. I'm sorry, on today's episode of <laughs> Digital Photography Life. Good to hear that you got almost everything you wanted, but not everything you wanted.
1: Because you, you never get you want to have everything
0: you want in life.
1: Yeah, because wanting is a big part of it.
0: That's what drives us. And if people want to get in touch with us, do you want to run through the list? No, not really. You can do it anyway.
1: <laughs> I don't have the list in front of me.
0: Oh gosh! All right, I'm going to look to see if I can find the list. Do I, do I have this list loaded up? We well, can
1: find us at digitalphotographylife at gmail You can go to scottsphotoblog.com for the sh- detailed show notes. You can also go to digitalphotographylife.com dot for show notes as well. And, and, yep,
0: and they, they can get them all off Scott's photoblog. Oh. I won't torture you.
1: And where um, where else do we go?
0: Go to Scott's photo blog. All the links are there. (laughs) Gmail, everything. MySpace, Twitter, Facebook, etc., etc.
1: And if you go to dplife.smugmug.com, you can see photo albums there, or michaelstein.smugmug.com.
0: The genius that is Michael Stein.
1: And what else?
0: That's it. That's it. That's it. I, I just say Scott's photo blog cuts it all out. I agree with you. You're gonna you're gonna buy a Nano with a video camera? No. A piece of what the what are they thinking? I don't know. The iPod Touch they should have put that camera in. I don't know what the heck they were thinking. I don't know. And you loving your iPhone? I, I mean, everything is gonna
1: have a uh, everything is gonna have a ca- uh, a camera and a video camera in it these days.
0: Yes. yes, DSLRs are getting video. MP3 players are getting cameras. It's a yeah, mad thing.
1: Your your lighters, whatever.
0: Yes. What's a lighter? A cigarette lighter?
1: Cigarette lighter. I don't do cigarettes, but I could just imagine they'll be in cigarette lighters.
0: That would take some really hot pictures. <laughs> you, all right. Could you put in a, a fake laugh like when you do this in post-production? Do that? I could do that. Because it'll be the only laugh that joke gets.
1: I'll, I'll be happy to do that.
0: All right. Well, let's wrap it up. We will talk to you again in a week. Not you, Michael, but you, the audience. Thank you all for... <laughs> Listening, uh, please remember to let us know what you think of the show. You can leave comments on scottsphotoblog.com, giving us feedback. Uh, we love to hear from you. If we don't, we feel like we're just two schmoes talking to each other, right? That's right. And we'll be back next week with um, the, the non-psychologically maladjusted version.
1: It'll be something very different than this.
0: <laughs> but but this is, we had to do this, Michael. You know why? Because we've all done it.
1: I mean, the binge?
0: We've all done the binge. We've all just said, you know what, in for dime, in for dollar, getting the DSLR. I need, you know, the flash. I need the camera strap. I need the grip. I need, you know, you didn't buy lenses. I mean, good I for you. I don't like you. doing things
1: halfway. Yeah. I've got lenses. I don't need lenses.
0: I know, I know. But, you know, there's always the one you want, right? The fisheye, right? Oh,
1: there's always something yeah. new and better and whatever. But I was saying, what do I need? What do we, you know, to make this work out well
0: well i'm sure i'll have an equally extensive list if i ever break down and buy that 7d i'm looking to see the reviews but it looks like a sweet canon i'm sure it is all right well hopefully um we will the reviews won't come out before our next show does because i'm not expecting them till much no, later it's, gonna be, it's gonna be a little while all right all right michael we'll talk again soon okay bye-bye
1: everybody. bye-bye